0: Movie, movie podcast.
1: Movie, movie podcast.
0: Movie, movie podcast. Movie, movie podcast. Movie, movie podcast. Yeah. Movie, movie podcast. Movie, movie podcast. So weird we're
2: about it? to talk about Doctor Strange. That shit was so long ago.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the movie, movie podcast, everybody. <laughs> Episode number one forty-one. I am your host Tiggs, and with me, as always, are Russ, yeah, your upstate boy, and Peter. I'm not a whale. Oh, boy, uh, well, we are we are back. It has been it's been a little while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Things have there's been some big, big things that have happened in our lives. Um, like it's June now. And a couple. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. all the biggest things that have happened in our lives so far. But yeah. we are we are usually, as we were saying before this podcast, when we take this long of a break in between podcasts, they're like 16 hours long and we have every movie to talk about that didn't happen this time.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like there weren't even a lot of sh- like straight to streaming movies.
0: No, no, like just Chip and Dale, right? Was is, was there another one that we're forgetting? No, there was there was um there was there was like a Rebel Wilson one on on Netflix. I was I never gonna
2: watch that. Senior
0: year. Yeah, something like yeah yeah um, and uh, uh, there was probably a couple of others. I don't know. Obi Wan started. You know, Stranger Things four part one came out um barry has basically begun and almost ended by the time that this podcast is airing yeah and i'm so well, behind on that oh it's so good this is a really good season yeah it is i haven't watched this the, last the barry barry podcast it could be uh we we might have more to talk about if it was oddly enough um but Let's jump into it because we've got, we need to talk about some of these movies because I've already mostly forgotten about them. So if we don't talk about them soon, I will probably completely forget about them. Um, so let's start with, I think, the one that is the, came out the longest ago, which was The Northman. Oh my That's God. Right. The Northman.
2: Yeah, it, which now everyone who has. Uh, Rush dropped out
0: Rush dropped out just as we started And it was such it's a good fun. connection for so long
1: <laughs>
0: And he had the Juiciest point to make about the North <laughs> I think uh, yeah. I mean, to be fair If there's anyone w- I want to hear the opinions of On anything A24 <laughs> It's Russ So <laughs> Like the, the fact that it cut out Just at the right time Is just, oh man, oh man, all right did, you, you saw this, right? Yeah,
1: uh, Russ is currently busy fighting naked in a volcano. Um, yeah, I, it's 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 kind of a bummer that this is the movie that came out the longest ago as we talk about it because I I enjoyed it. Yeah. Super annoying. Yeah, there he is. I enjoyed it seeing it in theaters, and even though it's like it was oddly straightforward, and in, in a way that I was very surprised. Um, well, you don't expect that from Robert Eckers, right? Yeah. Like thats he hasn't really what done that should, yet I, I should, at this point, how kind of forgettable it all was in the end now.
0: I think that there are like really great set pieces, um imagery, and like like kind of like uh, like vista shots. Um, but for the most part, I, I kind of agree with you, but I, I think that this is the for a non. A24 head or a non-Robert Eggers, like someone who's like, I'm not going to see the lighthouse. like, I'm not going to see the witch. I feel like you could show them the Northman. They'd be like, it was a good movie. Yeah. You know, you know, it's, it's that easily digestible, which is to, you know, something to be said for that.
2: Yeah, it was a pretty straightforward film.
0: Like, yeah. I was waiting for the moment where it, like, you know, Jacob ladders or something like that. And, like, the guy, like, you know, like, ends up in, like, modern times or, like, in the middle of some war. And you're just like, oh, so now I get it. Now this was an A24. But no, it was just, you know. I think the weird expected. thing, the, one of
1: the most, like, uh, memorable lines from the trailer and memorable moments from the trailer is Anya Taylor-Joy saying, you have the strength to break their bodies and i have the cunning to break their minds and then there's this the little clip of her on the boat and it was looking like she it's it ends up being from the very end of the movie that she's like calling on the wind and you i got the sense from the trailer that there was going to be way more of like her sort of not exactly witchiness but it just kind of turned out that at one point she's like okay i have enough mushrooms yeah <laughs> which i think he, i think you were constantly, especially with her storyline i was just constantly waiting for more and the next and what she's what she was planning what she was doing so when it just kind of turned out to be that i was like oh this is as i said just continues its sort of straightforwardness
0: i I feel like a lot of revenge tale movies always have that moment of twist that you're just not really expecting that kind of like throws you for a loop and like kind of recontextualizes a lot of things um and there's 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 a bit of that with his there's with
1: a, the scene the scene with his mom when he finally mom, talks yeah, to him.
0: but it doesn't seem to be that important in the end. It, no, like it like just kind of it happens and then we breeze by it and he's just like well, that sucks and that's kind of yeah. Because he doesn't Eggers doesn't
1: even really hit the the kind of more theme of like hey this is a very stupid cycle and he absolutely doesn't have to do this for any reason. Right, and that would become a bigger part of it, and it just sort of like yeah. the main character just like continues to sink, and it and it's not like engaging because you're like it's so upsetting that he's doing this. You kind of have the, the feeling that he was going to do it the entire time for
0: good or for bad. Right, and it it has like that. So so for for better or for worse, I guess as well. Like it, this is very much like you know like a, a mythological like a folk tale, right? W- which we got recently with a twenty four with the Green Knight, which does something very interesting at the end um and mm-hmm. kind of which which brings you into like you're like oh what's going on oh wait no this is what's happening oh wait this is actually what happened uh, this doesn't do that this is this is more like just reading the myth reading the folktale like front to back there there there's no point of of like wh- where i guess um the medium of of like the, the theatrical movie or even knowing what you know of robert eggers and kind of his films uh, like might play into it or or you could actually like where you you're expecting it so, it's almost even like more, oh wow, maybe that's what he's doing. He's like, I know what people expect from me. I'm gonna subvert that whole thing and just give you a normal
2: movie yeah but i I just don't get how like focus and like universal said yeah this this looks like it'll make its money back. It was <laughs> ninety million dollars. There was no world where that was ever gonna happen. I just I mean, I think. the Oh, movie wow. Was this wasn't a 24 at all. Well, no, no. Oh, they, I thought it was shit. No, okay. it's, it's it was too. It's too big of a budget for them. OK. Um, But I'm just like, you thought that this movie was going to be even a little bit profitable. I don't get it. I mean, it yeah. looks great, but I just don't it know does. Who, who would green light a production of like this at 90 million dollars. With it being what it is, and like, like
0: they're, they're fantastic imagery, the Valkyries, the, sure. the, the whole the, the the duel at the end, um, like all fantastic. But yeah, it made sixty seven box office, sixty seven uh, million, and then, yeah.
2: and I'm assuming that's a worldwide number
0: yeah i'm I'm gonna check that out as as you all keep talking.
1: Yeah, this is a, this is a movie that I absolutely expect to be a big hit on streaming in the sense that there's a lot of eyes on it. but I think people are going to like it even less
0: than people liked it in some people liked it in theaters once it hits the hits homes. That was a worldwide number. Um, and yeah, I like I feel like that there is something that would definitely be lost in, with like a smaller scale screen for this one.
2: Um, I I tried to watch it in bed uh, on my in like my bedroom smaller TV uh, maybe a week or two ago, mm-hmm. and I when well, I was a little tired so I was like two two hours and fifteen minutes and you're tired and that's a small TV and the darks weren't balanced I was <laughs> like I this just sucks I I'm gonna try it again. With like, a, with like a specific setup in mind. With the lights right. And the TV yeah. in the living room. I think I might like it. Th- with the sound right. But th- that was a theatrical movie. Uh, I don't think it plays at home.
1: Yeah, well. it's got, yeah. It's got all the hallmarks of a difficult to stream movie visually. Of a lot of smoke. A lot of shadows. A lot yep. of water. That just like all the yeah. stuff that makes. Actually streaming that
2: clearly difficult. And if you don't have like. All that stupid shit Nicole Kidman talks about on that AMC uh, thing before movies start, like <laughs> yes. the Northmen is for that. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow, some way, what is it? Heartbreak feels better in a place like this or whatever? Yeah. *Northman* is like this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Northmen will only, I think, look good in a theater. No one's TV can handle those blacks. It was just right, like, there's exactly. so much darkness at the beginning. And I was like, I can't see shit. Yep. Good, good performance all around though. Good A yeah. lot of good performances all around.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but just very weird, very weird for, for that big budget of a movie. I get, but I'm glad that he's getting, you know, like he, he got that, big, you know, like a, a major studio behind something, um, as well. I don't know what his next thing is. I, I think that, um, As always, there's there was a very, you know, like diligence put towards uh, the dialogue and the setting and everything. Um, But, yeah, I I think it's a difficult sell to to watch on like an iPad or something similar. Oh, God, no.
2: Yeah, that would be so fucked. Yep.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. All right one down, one down. Um, okay, let's let's talk. Let's let's fast forward. Let's go to the future a little bit more. You did mention about, uh, well, to to a movie that we already kind of mentioned already, and that's Chippendales Rescue or Chippendale Rescue Rangers, I believe, is actually it. on Disney Plus now streaming. Yeah, I can't. It's uh, real fun. I don't
1: I don't know I don't know how to describe the. Not exactly the tone, but the way they pitched this movie to the audience in a way that, like, it threaded this needle of it wasn't eye-rolly. It wasn't too corny. It didn't feel like it was pandering to a generation while still being strictly for maybe kids like it. But, like, it felt like it was made for us without, like, I don't know, being like, oh, God, of course, like, stop mentioning this stuff. I get I get what time period you're talking about.
0: I think that that is the thing that that is the most impressive about this movie is that, uh, from the children that I have talked to, that was just an odd statement to make, um, that have seen this movie, uh, they have very much enjoyed it. And I was like, Oh, so you understand these references and they say, what are you talking about? Um, so there's like this, this funness in it for, for us, but it never feels even though it 100% is overly referential, and it is just making references to make jokes about the references. And those are the jokes is that there is a reference. I enjoyed that. I just, for whatever reason, it just worked for me. 100%.
2: And <laughs> yeah, it, it just is a movie that is completely different movie. If you're a kid. Yep. than if you are uh, an adult watching it by yourself or with a kid. And I, I think maybe those, I'm thinking What those lonely island guys are, what their early 40s now. I'm assuming they probably have, you know, kids anywhere between toddler age and seven. And they're probably like, F it, let's make a movie these kids can watch, but we also like. Yeah. What and it it worked perfectly.
1: Yeah. What it makes me really excited for is I thought the kind of faux hand drawn throwback animation for Day, I'm sorry, for Chip looked. Beautiful. It really did. Yeah, it did.
0: It really did.
1: I think that's if if they can make more movies that in that use that. I think that that style looks so good. There's something about I don't know how they nail the lighting on that character that he looked good in every environment he was in. Yep. I don't know how much of that was because he was next to like the kind of grotesque Dale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, speaking of great <laughs>
2: cameo of the year. Oh God, cameo of the century
0: <laughs> of all time! Like I don't know, like it's hard, it's really hard to to
2: not, yeah. God, did you man, uh, any of you do a little bit of doubt? Uh, oh, God, a little internet research on who cameo of the year would have been if not for who it was? Oh, I did not. Uh, I
0: I heard that Ugly Sonic was going to be Jar Jar Binks at one point. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> which would have been
2: amazing. That would have been great. Uh, but I'll just never get over my fucking shock at seeing a motherfucker. Yeah, that, dude, was so it, good.
0: that was so good.
1: Really at the top of the list of the how the hell did negotiations work for this movie. Because not only did they right. get to use that character, but they got to call him
0: ugly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's also weird. Yeah, I don't and know how like, that worked a, out.
1: As a passing joke, like that's his name. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, it's like on the poster behind him. Like that is like like you know you're at like this comic con convention and it, and it's just or comic convention, uh, and it's ugly Sonic behind. Like it's so crazy. Um, ugly crimes. I feel like the, you know like as we were talking about it, it, there there's an air of like, who framed Roger Rabbit? In a lot of ways to like yeah there's just a bunch of references to older things or or other like cartoons and stuff like that 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 might not feel like it as you're watching it because you did not know at the time um but this is just this is probably a lot funnier i haven't seen that in a while but i remember being scared shitless at that yeah that's the big difference i don't think there's any (laughs) you're gonna have nightmares about the chippendale movie well there's uh i was terrified terrified throughout that um I'm trying to think if there's anything else that also kind of did that. Did Shrek do that? Not really, no, right? I mean, a little bit, maybe. But but not not to the extent a little. I mean, granted, Shrek has a torture sequence, but it's still chock full of jokes. Right. Hilarious torture sequence
2: is what you're saying. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah. Yeah, obviously. But yeah, Chip and Dale uh, gets a big uh, two thumbs up for me. It was a really fun time. and it's it's incredibly rewatchable yeah absolutely
0: i haven't yet but i do want to
2: it's it's real easy to do um and, and what is it an hour and a half yeah hour 40 yeah it's easy to pop that on and just like maybe do something else and then just tune in when the parts that you like come around there were so many jokes too that you didn't really catch the first time around too yeah,
0: for sure. I, I so, feel like it, it it deserves that rewatch at some point, especially if you have like you know a niece or nephew or you know ch- or just child of your own that you, can, yeah. <laughs> you you know that you can watch it with and not feel weird about rewatching this. Not that I would, but whatever. <laughs> um. Okay, we've still whew, we are burning through this, fellas. We are burning through this. Um. Before we jump into ending, uh, do, Russ, did you see Men?
2: No. But I want. I, I want not. to. So uh, go easy.
0: Yeah, Pete, go easy on men. Yeah, because uh, yeah. this is a movie. Yeah. Go easy on men. We've had a hard time. <laughs> uh, the, this, uh, the, the motion picture.
2: <laughs> <yeah>.
1: <laughs> this is a movie I went into completely blind. I I knew the the cast and I knew the the writer director and I was like that's all I need. I'm gonna go see it. So it was it was an interesting experience, like letting that develop. Um, you guys have seen the trailers, correct? I saw the nope.
2: first trailer,
1: uh, not, not the second. I won't because there's something that if you haven't seen the trailers is a little uh, weird when you first started to see it come together. Um, but it's it's one of those things that like I, I get the complaint from a lot of people, especially uh, female audiences, that are like, "Well, this this is just a someone that." doesn't exactly have the tools to comment on this as much as they're trying to but i think there's enough style there that it works for me i wish i was more on board with where it goes in the end than i was because okay. I, I i would love to have just completely fallen in love with the last like 25 minutes but it was kind of i was just like oh you know like i like what I, this is kind of interesting it's kind of kind of neat but uh so so i would you know, I I would I wouldn't have the highest expectations going in, but it is it's it was a it was a good experience in the in the theater.
2: Better or worse than an, than Annihilation? Oh, worse. Really? Yeah,
1: yeah. I love Annihilation.
2: Okay. Uh, better
0: or worse than the next Karate Kid? Uh,
1: the H- Hillary Swank
0: one. That's the one.
2: Uh, I have not seen. It. All right. And well, that's homework for next time. Starring a woman. That's what I'm. <laughs> you didn't get the fucking message from men, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It's on Netflix. Go. I will watch it when we're done recording. <laughs> Thank you. Is and you're gonna great? do a one-off podcast, and I'm sorry <laughs> to all women podcasts where we talk about that movie. Yeah.
0: I will. I will watch that for. I mean, we were just looking at the release schedule coming up. There's not that much if we all want to watch the next Karate Kid and have a fun. Might have to. <laughs> I'm all for it. Um, okay. Um, moving on. Uh, th- three three big ones left. Um, okay. So let's talk about massive talent because that movie is nuts in a way that I really enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, I I'm surprised that
1: fine Yeah, I I I had high expectations, especially off the original teaser for the movie. I thought was a bit of a shock about where it was like how it was kind of like going, but I ended up really liking the friendship.
0: <laughs> I did too. Um I really like the friendship. I uh, I thought that uh I I really again, it very similar to Chip and Dale's uh or Chip and Dale. This the um the references I just enjoyed it all throughout the time. Um, it, it, it's by no means a great movie, but I felt myself like fully drawn in the entire time. Like opening with Con Air, um, the 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 actual like the statue of uh, uh, from like uh, a face off, um, mm-hmm. him asking to buy the statue that he has. from Like <laughs> all of that, I thought to be like really funny um, and and pretty well done.
2: I I think I thought the movie was fine. And it was better than it was bad because I had such outsized expectations. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's not the movie's fault. The movie that was to, that was given was was good. It was a, it was like a good enough movie. But I just I think I thought Nicolas Cage is about to hit this cage of science. He's made like Mandy and some really wild, fun stuff it's going to go all the way, like all the way to 11 and it doesn't, doesn't like it, it's still it like a crazy no. movie, but it's really more about this relationship that I enjoyed, but it just wasn't what I thought I was going to get. It's like, you ever drink, uh, once I, I was hungover and I took a sip of a drink thinking it was a Gatorade and it was a sample. <laughs> and It was very like I have been scarred because of it. It was a sample apple. It was delicious, the but apple sure it wasn't. It, it wasn't the Gatorade that I thought I was getting. And it's I think that's apples, what, apples That's what this movie was for me. Like it was good. It just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, so I, I've had to like, and I think on on rewatch, when I, I think it'll it'll play better as I rewatch it. But it, I, but it was enjoyable, and I think uh, uh, him and uh, Pedro, Pasi. Pedro Pascal, I think they uh, have some really good chemistry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, really good chemistry. I'd like to see them do some other stuff. And I also, if anything, I hope this movie like I felt like it brought Nicolas Cage home hmm. in a way. like I feel like he's been out in the woods doing weirdo shit for you know, totally a, a decade. I feel like this brought him home, in a way, and I'd like to see him, I'd like to see this be the opening to him doing more shit. That's actually Studio be
1: Between Mandy, Pig, in this, I think he's shown not only that he can still, like, really act, but he can weaponize the weird stuff that he was just constantly doing. hmm he can make that work in a lot of different genres and a lot of different areas. He can bring some pathos to it as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And like the scenes of him talking to his younger self are wild, but I think really good. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's the, the big thing is that like he was talking, I think around pig and maybe in like in the preparation of this coming out as he's doing like kind of the, kind of the awards buzzy for pig and then talking about this movie was that all of those debts that he had that he was making a million movies for have kind of been paid off. So now he's you know pretty ready to get out there and be a little choosier and and try and try to do stuff that he like cares about. It's good, which I'm all in cuz yeah, it's fun. I just my one complaint is I I want to watch it again because I think the first half is so fun. I don't love the the kind of not the plot, but like, you know, where it goes in the sense of like we're living the movie, we talking about not writing kind of thing. I think that that sort of is a bit cliche at this point. But as you said, the, the, the two of them, uh I would say it was just the one of those weird it was a weird movie in the sense that I think a lot of the the cast outside of the two of them were a little overcasted. Yeah, I, I think that that's fair. Yeah. I don't think you need, um, a Tiffany Haddish in that role. No, I think we no, cast- especially if
2: it's not gonna
1: be that funny. No, right. You cast right. Tiffany Haddish, there's an expectation on what that character is going to do as the movie goes on, and so when it turns out to be nothing, you're kind of like,
2: oh, um, i was expecting more. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I am
0: excited to see it again, uh, whenever it does finally like come out. Um, it's got to be pretty
2: soon. It's got to be soon, right? We, like, we haven't it, podcasted in like forty-five days, and I feel—I <laughs> I feel like this was right after the last one.
0: It was like coming that- out like that day, or so. It was—I mean, ambulance came out that day, as we know from anyone who listened to that podcast. But other than that, I think it had to be like that weekend or the next week. Yeah. And and the Northman just came out too, like a week or two ago streaming. So I this is this has gotta be right behind it.
2: Oh yeah, you can watch it now on, on Voodoo. Oh you can? Yeah.
0: Oh nice. Okay.
2: On, on Voodoo? Really? Yep, watch now. Nineteen ninety nine. Is voodoo like a viable streaming platform now? Yeah, that's uh Walmart's streaming platform, right? Or something like that. Oh wow. I remember,
0: I remember getting like messages about like voodoo getting bought a while ago until like, you know, transfer your collection to something else. But now, now, uh, I don't, yeah, it probably is Walmart. So that's interesting. Okay. Well, the more, you know, all right, I'm going to have to, uh, maybe I'll do that later. You know, after the next Karate Kid. Um, <laughs> okay. Two left to go. Two big ones. Two very big releases that have come out since the last podcast. Let's we'll start with the one that's a little bit older start, but not, not in terms of the, the, you know, the, the actors in it, because that would be the other one that we're talking about. So we're just going to talk about, Oh, look at that. Peter Smith left because I was, I was, I was making fun of Tom Cruise, but we're going to talk about (laughs) Dr. Strange. Um.
2: Yeah. Dr. Strizzy. Um, And the multiverse of madness. Yes. Uh, It's. I thought all the Sam Raimi stuff. Where it, where you knew it was Sam Raimi was really yeah. good.
0: This this feels they. I don't know if they wanted to make a movie that really really felt like it was a B movie, but they gave it. You know, they gave it to the they guy did. who, who would do that. <laughs> yeah, um,
2: yeah. And, uh, and he, he was, I think there was I I liked it like I like a, like I like Marvel movies, um, right. but I think that if they just fully let Sam Raimi cook, this could have been the best Marvel movie ever. Yeah, yeah. And I, they uh, they, I they always pull back at, at that. Like they don't they don't always let their director. Well, I mean, they actually never let their director fully do what they want to do. And I think uh, that worked to this movie's detriment because I'm like, everything Sam Raimi wanted to do was great.
0: And right up until that like, very last shot where you're
2: just like, what the hell? Um, oh, yeah. But it's like, just let the motherfucker cook. you. And also, if you're called the Multiverse of Madness, I need... Did he just... I think we... I think we lost Russ. <laughs> so
1: there's some good, no. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, there he is! There he is. <laughs> I lost internet for a little while, so I missed the beginning of this conversation. Um, I don't know what the hell's wrong with with the internet today. Really cursing this recording. Uh, it I, really,
0: it's really weird. Yeah. I, I blame Alex. Um, almost definitely. It.
1: So I apologies if I repeat anything. Uh, but yeah, of what you're saying, of like the every Raimi touch works and sets this movie apart from sometimes the just like visual, like digital sludge of it. Um, yes, I like, like the scares were scary, but he, he, he made each one entertaining and different and fun. It wasn't like yeah. he just needed to was like, can you find someone for some horror here? I think they all made sense.
2: Um, And, like, Sam Raimi's brand of horror to me feels like, uh, you know those, like, stupid, like, uh, you go to a a carnival or something, and you go into one of those, like, scary houses or whatever, and it's, like, scary, but it's fun. Like, he's so good at balancing. Like, some people have no interest in fun with scary, and he always prioritizes, like, I want people to kind of be scared, but then laugh a little bit uh, to kind of take the edge off. And he does that so well, but they don't let him do it fully. And I just wish they would. Even that that, that fight scene, um, there's a fight scene towards the middle of the movie uh, where, fuck it, it's Marvel, where uh, Scarlet Witch is just killing people. And yep. it, it was like fucking scary. Like the, it was kind of scary and fun. And I just wish he got to, I wish they just let him off the leash.
0: It didn't um, feel like Marvel at that point. And that's what no. was nice. That was, that's what was refreshing about it. Uh, especially coming off of like Morbius, um, w- which I feel like is like the other way to go with like a horror Marvel movie mm-hmm. uh, that just doesn't work. The big issue with that sequence
1: where I don't think he can do as much as he might have wanted to is is the marvel of it that no, none of those people were ever in the same room. No. In the sense that I forget what it was on, but like Elizabeth Olsen was given some interview in which they like she she said, like hooked up to a lie detector. I forget maybe Vanity Fair is doing these lie detector things now. Um, And they held up a picture of John Krasinski and like, have have you ever met or like, can you tell us about him? He's like, she's like, I've never met this man. And they're all like, "You were just in a movie with him and in the same room." And she's like, "I'm sorry, I've never met him." And they're like, "She's telling the truth." <laughs> like- <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. So, so that completely limits uh, what you can do visually if so yeah. much of it has to be prevised to fit to fit when you're going to have these characters and 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 just on the day that you have them to get them at their mark to like move in the way you need them to at that moment.
2: Yeah, uh, but there's two. But it, so there's, two um,
1: there's two specific Kevin Feige quotes in the last two years that kind of make me excited for where we're going. Almost in in the same in concert with like how DC's thing is just like letting different filmmakers like put their sort of stamp on a character and and with their own idea. Is that after Eternals, Feige was talking up about how much how much he enjoyed the visuals in that movie and how much he never really realized that like, you know, spending a little extra money to scout a location can really make something pop. Yeah. Cause I think, I think every single time the Eternals are like in costume together in a physical space, it, that movie looked good. Yes, yes. Yeah. Actually totally. finding a forest, actually finding a mountaintop or in, the, in that sort of stuff. And then off of this one, some of the word is while well, they're like scrambling for a director, of fantastic four after, John Watts. Laughing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. When he was like, I, he kind of wants to find someone else who's a bit more veteran. He liked not having to be that hands-on with Sam Raimi. That Sam understood what he was doing constantly and understood what the assignment was, and and had his own, had brought in some his own ideas for that stuff.
2: Yeah, it, it, and I think that that would be the best evolution for Marvel as a brand. Is it's like. You, you clearly established a visual identity and and almost a tonal one. And yeah. no one can question that. So now, get people who know what they're doing and let them cook. Let them, yeah. let them speak the, the recipe a little bit. Because, I mean, honestly, you, you, you don't get the cosmic side of Marvel and humor if you don't just let James Gunn do whatever the fuck he wants. So... Right. There's there's benefit to letting certain people just like take a piece of the universe and do their own thing. So <laughs> if it's dark, scary shit, yeah, I keep Ray in my back pocket. If it's cosmic weirdo shit, all right, James Gunn. If you want to do something a little more grounded and like political thriller, then you know, go get the guy that actually makes those movies. Yeah. Like you can do that now. You're fucking marvel. Money. Right, is you can do basically knowledge. whatever. Yeah. Money's not an issue. And Kevin, you're making 900 movies now. You can't yep. be at all of them. No. Yeah,
1: there's there's an amenity to their directors, even though they get very talented young directors. Like, um, the, the director of Shang-Chi directed short term 12. Great movie. One, yeah, of, great movie. Yeah, one of my favorite movies of that decade. I think it was in the, the top two or top three of that year for me. Yep. And Nowhere in the lead up to Shang-Chi coming out are they like This is from the director of Short Term 12 A critically lauded movie You just yep. have someone who, who showed that they can do this And then just like control them Because they're young Even like the, yep. the Marvel directors Had a couple like <laughs> Indies under their belt um, I can't remember
2: uh, it, like, it was two people Sugar's Another movie I can't remember, but yeah, it was two people. And They made some stuff that was decent. Oh, I think um,
1: they, yeah, they made Half Nelson, I think.
2: Oh, I yeah, know you're right. Yeah. Like, which I loved, and it's a fucked yeah. up, sad movie. Yeah, it's a weird movie. Brian yeah. Fleck and someone, Boden, else. Boden, Anna ah. Boden, Anna Boden. Yeah,
1: so like, n- who ah. those directors are is never. In, it's important for the hiring in their mind, but it's never important to the marketing or or understanding that that person's going to bring a style or anything and and I think as i said with um Chloe Zhao pushing for real world environments and Sam Raimi kind of being being allowed to drop in some like really great horror visuals and ideas throughout it
2: mm-hmm.
1: um it, it hopefully keeps going like i i think the same like i think Kugler could really benefit with, like, being able to shoot on location somewhere. Yeah. You know, like, it's my, uh, kind of my one issue with, like, the Black Panther movie, the first Black Panther movie, is that, like, so many of those locations just look so terrible. I re- Like, each scene of him, of T'Challa, like, uh, the, the trial, those two trial fights... Yeah. ...are were really wonderfully written and put together, but, like, the digital people standing on the, the cliffside. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Out of that. Bad. But every time it's just two people fighting in the water, it looked great. So so I mean, hopefully this 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 sort of idea leads to something, and
0: we can do it. We can hope. We, we can hope. Alright, now that we've gotten Doctor Strange off our chest as yeah, another weird. I have time. All right, let's, let's talk about Top Gun
2: Maverick. <laughs> oh, man. Did as, I see it in IMAX? As someone who, no, I didn't see it in IMAX but I saw I it in a it. big loud theater. Yeah. Yep. And holy shit. It I, I love the brazen simplicity of this movie absolutely it is so aggressively simple what country are they at war with the enemy yeah right where what country is would you say that is is, they don't ever say it and they go out of their way to not say it and they make them wear black like they're tie fighters so you can't even wonder or interpret it could be a colder region of the Middle East. It could be Eastern Europe. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I love that this movie had the balls to be two over two hours, two hours and eleven minutes, and it's all about a specific mission, and we don't even know who the bad guys are. And the bad guys never speak.
0: And Just one mission works. Yep. yep. No, it fully works, and you feel the. When that shit, when you are flying through the air in those, it, oh it, like my I,
2: god, oh it
0: is nuts. Yeah, um, they, they spend the so the ten much G's. Gs. Oh, oh god, what an opening! What an opening to yeah. a movie, where it's just like we got to go ten G, and we're just gonna, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, it,
1: so they spend most of the movie explaining the details of this mission, so you get every single turn. And every single like movement that these planes make that we have such this incredible understanding of what what they're trying to do that even if, you know, they don't always show you the plane in actual place because they showed you more often like them in the cockpit. And that's real. But they didn't show you that much of like them actually flying through. They right, can right, right. have such a good idea of what they're up to that we don't need to see that. It's just like the whole movie is teaching you how to enjoy the ending.
2: Yes. Th- this was like, it's weird to say visually intelligent, but yeah. this is one of like the vi- most visually intelligent movies I've seen in a long time because they they are, sh- it's just like showing you how to have a good time in the movies, basically. Like, yep. this is a classic, like, fucking clinic in making a blockbuster. And I understand why Tom Cruise is the psycho that he is. Because if you're gonna keep making shit like this and every mission impossible that you've been doing, keep doing it, bud. Like it's working. This movie, like and I saw it with Lizzie, who never even saw Top Gun, and she was like, That was good.
0: And I'm like, and this is a
2: movie designed for dads. Yep. Yeah. And it it fucking killed on all cylinders. Like yeah, it's, yeah, and it's got emotion and shit. Or, oh, seeing Val. Oh. I think the great.
1: deployed its flashback and use of Top Gun 1 footage to the absolute correct degree. Yes. I think you could have shown so much more and kept flashing back oh, so often. They do one little short stretch when he's playing Great Balls of Fire, and that's all you need in terms great. of
2: uh, old footage. And... Credit where credit is due to those young fl- uh, pilots, because I knew Tom Cruise was going to be Tom Cruise, but <laughs> these kids hold their own really well, yep. and I'm, I don't know why I don't like Miles Keller, or if I do or don't, I think I don't, but he's very good. I think he
1: works so much better when he becomes his dad at the end. Yes. I think in yeah. those sequences, not to give, not to say too much about it. It's still a fairly recently released movie, but like he really be, just becomes goose at the end, and I think he really pops in those sequences.
2: Hmm. But yeah, it, and and Glenn Powell as a dickhead hangman, aka Iceman 2.0. Oh, so good. He's really good at it.
0: So good. Oh. Well, I think he he
2: actually was in the running for the goose role or the rooster role didn't get it, and then they were like, wait, this guy's good. We need to do something, and then they wrote Hangman for him.
1: What's fun, because he's 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 kind he's, he looks like an Iceman, but he's he's
2: really kind of a Maverick. Yeah, he's both of them. He's yeah. like, he's Iceman and Maverick mixed, which is yeah. kind of why he, 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 it, it, it's really I think that was a really smart uh move hey, i don't know the movie just completely yeah. works like again Nicole Kidman, this is why we go to the movies
0: <laughs> exactly yeah, to 100%. see a hundred percent i again, just want to have is, a
2: good goddamn time and this movie is a good time this and is, i didn't feel like it was over two hours and that's hard to do these days it's it's only 211 but still
0: but still no because you you will normally feel that that length and and mm-hmm. Watch the Yeah, like you were saying, you know, Nicole Kidman, this is what you're talking about, like, like the Northman, if you were to watch this thing on an iPad, you're going to be like, yeah, it's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're uh-huh. just missing out. You're missing out. Like, you know, I mean, I would if I could go back and see this again for the first time, I would be like IMAX 4DX. Let's go. Uh,
1: I, I saw it twice. Um, and I, both times I went to the Lincoln Square IMAX. Uh in the sense that, because like after I watched it the first time, in the week later, I was like, I want to see Top Gun again, and I was like, I wonder when it's coming out on on like you know, on Blu-ray or on streaming. And I was Is like, Is it in F- full ninety days? I don't know, but I was like, I don't want to do that. I I would watch it at home, but if I want to watch it's, it again, I'd yeah. better
2: go see it like this. Yeah, right. Which honestly, I think has something to do with the fact that it had the lowest uh, decline from a second week. Uh, than any movie ever yeah uh, that no shit really any any movie that's made 100 million dollars uh it's had the lowest percentage decline uh yeah. week 1 to week 2 it made 85 million dollars in its second goddamn weekend holy crap it's his highest grossing movie it is, it it just it it scratched an itch and it is fucking enjoyable it's a really good time yeah
0: I don't really oh, want to watch it again
1: oh i i I highly suggest it it's it's a delight and 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 it works there's there's what well, we talked about at the end there is a point at the end in which I kind of did a little bit of an eye roll, like are we really extending and changing this sequence? but two minutes later, I was like, oh fuck, this works, I'm loving this <laughs> uh when so uh and the first time it fades to black oh yeah. I, I was like, I was shocked that they were going to do a sequence like that. And then I was like, well, this is kind of silly. And then it really, really worked for me. Um, uh I loved, I really loved Hondo, his friend.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. That
1: guy was great. Yeah. Don't really know him, but I really <laughs> like him. It, the uh, Phoenix and uh, Bill Pullman's son, who played Bob, was really great in that role, which is a tough role. Oh, yeah. Kind of be like the oblivious kind of goofy dude. I think he, I think he did it without being too over the top at any time that he felt very real in that role.
2: Th- thank you for saying Bill Pullman's son, because I was like, Lewis Pullman, why, why <laughs> should I know you? <laughs> and now I know why no Yeah. Love Bob. Um, yeah, real, real fun time. Uh, it, it, it's nice to see movies that, again, the, like movies you got to see in theaters. I understand why they kept saying, F it, we'd rather, we'd rather delay a year than release this movie uh, to streaming. Yep. It would not Good. hit the same streaming. I'll enjoy okay. it when I watch it at home. Uh, but again, that's not going to be a you just put it on at any time. That's going to be, oh, I'm watching Top Gun, draw the sure. shades. Put the fucking ambient light on. Uh, get the sound bar cranking, and let's go. Yeah, really, really fun time. Tom Cruise, keep doing what you're doing, man. You're weirdo. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, in terms of like, you know, Tom Cruise being you know a crazy person, and might be a way more problematic figure than anyone really knows. Mm-hmm. My thing with him is that like, if he's going to continue to completely risk his life for this kind of stuff i'm gonna see it like the second time right. straightforward drama or comedy i'm not
2: going no no and i think he kind of knows that now like i think he's like i am now at a point where uh he he is like the fast and furious movies of people where <laughs> yeah that's a pretty good one, like, yeah that's... i just gotta keep ramping it up even though i think Fast movie should ramp it down he has to keep ramping it up at 59 years old or i don't care yeah or or i'm gonna
1: start reading a little bit more about
2: what right what he's done <laughs> now if he made like a john grisham legal movie but we find out that he got a law degree in three months i'll see, that's it. totally but like, I see that's that. it's totally like that's the only way awesome. he's gonna get me into a drama at this point is I'm like, you you better keep that same fucking energy with trying to kill yourself in action movies, uh, and, and become a lawyer. If you're not an actual lawyer in your next legal movie, I don't wanna see it. Yep. <laughs> so that's that's the that's the gambit. Figure it out, Tom Cruise. I love you, you crazy son of a bitch. Unless I find out I hate you.
0: Right. Which to be fair we probably do. It's likely. It's likely. Yeah, it's almost certain, to be fair. But you know, that that that's a podcast for another day. Uh, that's it. Did we do it? We did it. We did it. We did it. Oh my gosh.
2: Tiggs, where can you find us? You movies. can find
0: us on the web at movie You can find Russ everywhere as Russ Incredible. You can find Peter as Pete Peter Petey on letterboxd you can find me as johnny tiggs on letterboxd and strava you know i need those kudos on my runs yeah six weeks (laughs) less than an hour that's crazy what is going on (laughs) six weeks six movies did we only do six movies something like that four five six movies include yeah is it us or is it the industry that's changed let's be honest well, as we said, I mean, I could we
1: struggled to think of even some streaming movies that came out. And what we as I said, we came out with the we came up with the the one Watch call it movie, the, the Rebel, Rebel
0: Wilson w- movie.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, granted, Crimes of the Future is out, but none of us were able to see it or Bob's
0: Burgers. Those are the big Not ones. No, one saw that you have to see those um, next Karate Kid. We all said we would see that. So, you know, oh, some of see us see haven't it, seen it.
1: Yet. It's queued up. <laughs> don't worry. No, it's it's cute oh, for me too. <laughs> oh, we're idiots. None of us saw Secrets of
2: Dumbledore. I haven't seen the second one yet, so I couldn't go to I the seen third. Any of them? Yeah, because I wasn't. I was like, "You're not getting me on this prequel
1: grift." And bad oh, bad guys and Firestarter.
2: Yeah, I, no, I I, I I like myself too much.
0: If Firestarter <laughs> was free somewhere, I would have watched it, but
2: it's not. It is. It's it's on Peacock.
0: So if it was right. free somewhere, I would watch it. <laughs> if it was free somewhere and I didn't have to download another app, I yeah. would watch it. Oh, <laughs> you're, you're, not a, you're not a cocker. Not. <laughs> oh, um, not yet. I'll say that. Not yet. We'll, we'll see what else they got. Well, what was is Halloween Kills or Lives or whatever the next one is? Is that coming directly to Paramount or Peacock? What was the first one? What, what did that come directly to? Peacock. Okay, so I wonder if the, the next one comes too. The second one, if it does, I will get peacock. Uh, Halloween ends point. is the. the last one. I mean, I don't think that that's, you know, true at all. I, I bet no. it's going to continue to happen. I yeah. Mean, uh, don't worry. We're still going to have Halloween in real life, takes. I mean, I, as far as I know, look, everything that I know it talks about a long Halloween. So I don't know if I can't if I can't believe that title, then I can't believe this title either. Um. We are still going and it's time to end now. So thank you all for being here with us this time. And we'll talk to you all next time on the movie movie podcast. Bye.